1: A Friday, Ajay, we've made it through the week, and boy, the tail end of this week has just been I don't know absolutely what, yeah. nuts. I don't
2: know what took longer, February of twenty twenty or this week. Because it feels about the same.
1: Since Wednesday afternoon, it has just been bonkers. Yeah. And it's still
2: not over, by it the has way. not it, let
1: up. And it's not over yet. Yeah. We're no. we're still a long way away from it. Uh so a lot of different things happening even since the last time we were on the air. Uh proposals which we thought were kind of Oh, you know, that's kind of a fun idea. To all of a sudden, no, the NCAA is actually seriously considering this um, with the granting eligibility to another year of eligibility for seniors to uh, everything else that's going on with uh, spring sports, Mountain West. Um, and uh, does the NCAA still field a, a bracket of 68, even though no games are played? So there's a lot of questions. Still, And as we've said many times before, it's a fluid situation, a very dynamic situation as things kind of are coming to our attention and things are changing. But uh, we thought we need to turn to the front lines, the people that are facing this and having to deal with it in their own ways as things are changing and affecting them in different and unique ways than we've ever seen before. And one of those is John Hartwell, the uh, Director of Athletics at Utah State University, and he's uh, gracious to spend some of his time with us today, and it's been a very busy couple of days. Uh, John, thanks for spending some time with us today.
3: Sure thing, guys. And uh, as you said, uh, the last 48 hours for sure, and and we've got more to go, is uh, uncharted territory, and there is... uh, there there's not a, a an ad textbook 101 to uh <laughs> to tell you how to deal with this you just, you just got to uh you, you got to work your way through it and it remains a fluid situation
1: so the the news uh, that came down just recently about suspending well on started on Wednesday the university noel Cockett, saying we're suspending all events for utah state we're suspending travel um, so that started to affect a few things There were immediate questions about travel related to the Utah state men's basketball team, whether or not that would happen. And then the mountain West says all spring things are uh, spring sporting events are suspended. Uh, and then the NCAA tournament gets canceled. I mean, what kind of a whirlwind has it been like for you and your office these last 48 hours?
3: All right. So I will, uh, I'll clarify a little bit to that and, t- and try to, uh, let you guys step into my shoes and, and walk uh, through the last 48 hours a little bit. So, so yeah, we originally, I guess it was around mm-hmm. noon on Wednesday, got the information from the university that was kind of a blanket statement. Um, but there was a drill down in there that that carved out athletics, which at that time, you know, we still anticipated it was – we knew it was not going to be business as usual, but we didn't think that you know competitions would be canceled, so things like that. And, and the the interesting component of this, I actually got it when I had just checked in a hotel in Salt Lake City. So we, um, amongst all of this fray that's happened in the last 48 hours, we we conducted one interview uh, Wednesday afternoon and two interviews. Uh, yesterday for our vacant women's basketball <laughs> coaching position, so I was, I was actually in Salt Lake City. Um, we got that clarified about athletics, and then we did our interview. Uh, Amy Crosby and Jerry Bovey, two of my senior staff members, were were with me doing those interviews, and so we end up going to dinner on. Wednesday night in Salt Lake and literally watching the TV, um, the news broke about Rudy Gobert, Tom Hanks, and, you know, I, I really think at that point, corona went from being a faceless, nameless virus that, that was a significant threat, but I think once people were able to identify people that it was affecting that it took a whole different turn. And, and probably, you know, again, hindsight's 2020, um, probably for the best because, because I think there were some people who who were not taking it, uh, probably as serious as they needed to that, that that was a wake up call. So, um, and, and I'll say, frankly, at that time when the NBA said, Hey, we're suspending play, um, you know, and Jerry and I were sitting there and say, "Hey, this this may impact. We may not have an NCAA tournament." So, fast forward to uh, yesterday morning. Well, Wednesday night late, I got a phone call from from President Cockett. And she said, "Hey, John, I need you to represent me on a 9 a.m. conference call for the Mountain West." CEOs, the presidents and chancellors in the Mountain West, because I, and this is her talking, I've got to be uh, in Salt Lake with the governor for a press conference announcing what we're doing with higher education. So, so as she is sitting or getting ready for that press conference, I'm on a call with the Mountain West presidents. They were nine presidents and there were two other athletic directors sitting in for their president just as I was and the the decision is made to suspend um spring sport competition but at that time we had carved out if you've already qualified for NCAA uh tournament activity you could still play which Boise women's basketball, obviously us in San Diego State on the men's side, and then we also had some athletes who had qualified to participate in the NCAA track and field championships, which were supposed to be held starting today in Albuquerque, so carved that out and said, hey, those still can participate, and obviously this was before any NCAA directive came out. So that was passed unanimously, um, and then you have the NCAA come out yesterday and say, hey, we're we're pulling the plug on all winter and spring championships. Uh, then the Mountain West came back. Uh, you know, we had some further clarification late yesterday afternoon that says, hey, not only competition, but, you know, we're shutting down uh, recruiting both on campus and off campus, um, you know, going forward. And then this morning you have the NCAA or around noon today, you have the NCAA saying, hey, we're, we're going to look at uh, giving another, granting another year of eligibility to spring sports that were suspended. And the NCAA put a uh, NCAA-wide, uh, ban on recruiting both on campus and off campus through at least April 15th. So it has been a moving target to say the least. And and I have had multiple meetings in the last 24 to 36 hours where literally I'm telling either our head coaches, our senior staff, or the university executive staff something, and I'll get an email or text or something (laughs) that changes the narrative again. So it to say it's fluid or has been fluid would be an understatement.
2: Mr. Hartwell, there's also a conversation that there may be an opportunity for seniors to come back in winter sports. What have you
3: heard so far about that? Uh, just speculation. It's okay. I, I, You know, I think a, as much as I'd love to see, uh, you know, Sam Merrill and Diego Brito suit up again for the Aggies. I think that's a little far farther fetched, okay. and a little more difficult to do because all of a sudden, let's take, let's just take that example for a minute. Sam Merrill. So if Sam gets a whole nother year. Uh, you know, Sam could rewrite all kinds of record books if he had another year to play basketball from a scoring perspective and everything else, because in essence what he was, what was taken away from him, uh, you know, was, was a minimum of one game, but a maximum of six games, you know? So how, how do you go about giving a whole season back for that? And especially, uh, you know, some teams who lost in the Mount West tournament, they had completed a whole season. So how, I, I think that one's, I think it's still out there for discussion, and the good news is, uh, I think the NCAA is going to err in in the favor of student athletes doing everything we can for student athletes. But that one may be a little bit far fetched. But I, I think uh, I, I applaud the the rapidness of of putting something out there for the spring sport student athletes who had felt like hey, I may just be a month into my season and, you know, the plug was
1: pulled on it. Again, we're talking to John Hartwell. He's the director of athletics for Utah State University. And uh, with this, the, these spring sport athletes, as you talk about, um, Utah State does have several of them, softball notably. Um, but there have been some championships that are, won't happen, like for gymnastics. USU Gymnastics has had an incredible season. Um, it, but with looking at softball and at some of the other spring athletes, there's gotta be some consideration for like financial aid that happens and room and board and how you scholarship limits? I mean, I yeah, pe- this yeah, is just I, all I think, kind of blue sky here. We're trying to figure out.
3: Yeah, it is. And I, and I think for sure you'll see a, a, a lifting of the restriction on the scholarship limits and, and. You know, just at first blush, and there's a lot of details to work out with this, but they will probably waive for one year your limitation on the number of scholarships. So, in other words, if our seniors, uh, you know, are given the opportunity to come back, which it looks like they would have that opportunity, obviously you've already signed next year's signing class to uh, grant and aids, so so you, you would have over-rewarded. Uh, you know, in terms of scholarship, but I'm sure the NCAA will will uh, put in a waiver for that and a waiver for your squad size too. Because if you had, you know, five graduating seniors, you sign five new players, in, in theory, you're going to have, you know, five more people on the roster than you do this year. So I, I think those things are things that'll that will be a little quirky for a year, but that's certainly manageable.
1: Uh, with um, there's also some talk that there's some push to have the NCAA release a bracket for men's basketball and women's basketball. First, your reaction. Why is that significant? And and two, how does that affect like coaching salaries and bonuses? You
3: know, it, I don't think it really does because um, because I mean none of the games are going to get played, so it, I, I don't think it. And I I know Craig does not have this in his uh, in his contract in terms of incentives, but I, I have never seen a coaching contract that says, "Hey, if you get a number one seed, you know, in the NCAA tournament, you get a fifty thousand dollar bonus or whatever it may be." So I and here's the other component of that. And Craig Thompson, our Mountain West commissioner, uh, sits on the NCAA basketball selection committee you know they still had a long way to go um, in the process because of so so many games not yet played in conference tournaments they were early in the seeding uh, process when, when the plug was pulled yesterday I, I would venture to say they did not they had not even gone through a first full blush of that seeding and, and once that was done yesterday Obviously, that committee is made up of a lot of athletic directors and and other uh, executives in collegiate athletics. They had bigger fish to fry than to try to uh, finish speculation on a uh, on a on a bracket there. So I, I don't think you will see that happen.
1: But well, just to be clear, if if in his contract, if he reaches the NCAA tournament, there is a bonus, but there's not a, a structure that gives him greater or lower depending on the seed. Is that correct? Yeah, that, that is correct. Okay. Just want to make sure. Uh, I, I do got to ask you, I don't know if this is
2: the right time to ask you about this either, but the three nights in Vegas, uh, one of the most historic three-night run in Aggie men's basketball history, you were there personally to watch that. What was it like to see Coach Smith take this team and lead them through some major adversity night after night after night and come away as Mount West Conference champs?
3: You know that that's a great point, Ajay, and I was I was talking on an interview earlier today about that. Probably one of the most satisfying things uh and, and that 3-night period was the culmination of it. Was you know, this team was different than last year's team because this team went into the season with so much hype and so much preseason, you know, uh, uh, belief that we were just going to run through the Mountain West Conference regular season and, and postseason, and this team faced adversity from the get-go, whether, you know, you can start with Nemi's knee injury late last summer and you know, we battled through that and had a great run to begin the year, including wins over LSU in Florida. And then you get to, mid, um, to, to mid-December to to, you know, roughly through the 10th of January. And, you know, and I'll primarily base it on, on injuries and, and missing guys. You know, you lose a close game to BYU. Um, you lose a close game. Well, it was late. November, but you lose a close game at St. Mary's. I I was at both of those games. And then you get to January and you literally stumble out of the blocks, you know, an an ugly loss, uh, a blowout loss at UNLV, totally unexpected, although they had a pretty good year. And then the, the loss at Air Force, Craig does a great job of regrouping the guys, and it looks like we're cruising along. And, and then we, uh, we had the last four-minute meltdown at Boise. And, you know, I think a lot of people doubted us at that point. I think a lot of people said, oh, this team is done. And, and you've got to give credit to, to the coaching staff, to the senior leadership of, of Sam and Diogo, um, that they just persevered. And, and then you get to Vegas last week, and Thursday night against New Mexico is an absolute grind. Friday night against Wyoming is an absolute grind and they're throwing up threes, you know, uh, what was it? Number 22 for them hit what five or six. And he hadn't hit that many all year long. Yeah. yeah. And, and we just find a way to get to Saturday. And I think, uh, a lot of our fan base said, "Whew, we made it to Saturday, but man, it's going to be hard tomorrow against, uh, you know, against a, a really good San Diego state team. And then we get into that game, and we get down twenty-seven to eleven, and literally we can't throw it in the ocean for about an eight-minute period. There. I mean, we have we have wide-open look after wide-open look, and we're clanking it off the rim, and have had a couple of air balls, and and you know the perseverance and the will to win, and you know obviously led by Sam, but there were so many guys involved in it, and you, you look at Diogo. Diogo was one of those guys. Who was clanking them up there? And all of a sudden, Sam gets a couple of buckets, and Diogo hits the big bucket before halftime. And, and all of a sudden, you see a turn of the emotion, and and folks are saying, "Hey, we may can do this." And and just the way that it came down the stretch, and Sam ultimately hitting that game winner, uh, you know, and and even the suspense after that. I'm I'm standing right behind our bench and, and the, the shot by Malachi Flynn was dead on line. I mean, I'm like standing there, I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's going to hit this and we're going to go to overtime, and it it rims out. But, you know, to me that's kind of the silver lining, and, and I'm a glass-half-full guy. Yeah, I'm disappointed that, that these guys didn't get a chance to play in the NCAA uh, tournament, but in, in hindsight, if, you know, and, and they'll look at this 5, 10, 20, 30 years, down the road, and that game will go down in the, in the lore and history uh, of Utah State basketball. Hey, our season ends winning a championship, beating the number five team in the country, and, and what a tribute to Coach Smith, his entire staff, and, and obviously all of our student-athletes.
2: And with that, uh, obviously, Coach Smith is a very hot commodity around the country. I would imagine. What is the plan to be able to bring him back for next year?
3: Hey, I, I've already started that sales job, Aja. I started that <laughs> long, <lot, laughs> long ago. So, so yeah, we'll. Uh, you know, the, the great thing is, is, is my relationship with Craig is, is, you know, unbelievably good. Uh, in fact, we've we've had several conversations today. Uh, about some things, and uh, hey, I, I'll pledge this to Aggie Nation: I'll do everything within my power to keep Craig Smith as as the uh, head coach of Aggie basketball.
1: Uh, John Hartwell has been you've been generous with your time. One last question uh, I had for just for me: just when you had your, uh, I know that the Mountain West athletic directors and, and presidents also get together. Besides the games that happen on the court. What are anything big that's coming out of those meetings? I know there's been some disputes about TV contracts and, university, and Boise State University not liking some of the language, um, but anything that we can... Obviously, some things are confidential, but some things that you could share with us that have come out of those meetings.
3: Yeah, you you know, one one thing that, you know, whether it's the coronavirus or any, any other uh, significant challenge that we have, you know... Sometimes and again, I'm a silver lining, glass half full guy. Some sometimes it, these types of things make you sit back and realize, hey, some some of the things that that we think are big deals or we're trying to work through, really in the big scheme of life, aren't that significant. And and when when you look at, at you know what it, what has happened the last uh, forty eight hours, um, you know those differences tend to get put aside, uh, quicker. And and I'll say this, I think we're, uh, there's been some back and forth, but I think we're at a good place, uh, with, with Boise and and the rest of our membership in terms of the television contract, you know, again, one of the other, uh, hot topics until, uh, Corona kind of took over the name image likeness thing. And where's that going? So that's, that's a continuing thing. But, but again, um, when you're talking about student athlete safety and welfare and, and the health of not just our student athletes or, or of the folks at Utah state university or cash Valley, but, but worldwide uh, you know, some of those things uh, they're not as high on the priority list as uh, as a quality of, of life and, and the health of, uh, of those involved in our program. So uh, from, from a perspective standpoint, uh, sometimes those things are good
4: well
1: john we appreciate your time we know you're, uh, you're a you're very busy guy trying to sort all this out with all the people that you have to try to lead and organize and how these things keep changing but we do appreciate your time and appreciate the insight
3: thank you guys appreciate it have a great weekend thanks right. john
1: john hartwell director of athletics for utah state university boy fascinating stuff uh I, I can only imagine 48 to what his
2: 72 hours. And, and, and Mr. Bovey's and, uh, and, and President Cockett's like, lives have been like in the last 72 hours. Well, you and I were talking the other day. In fact, Adam, the intern, and I were talking today like, what are we going to do next week? How are we supposed to do a show? We got a two-hour show. I don't know why. I mean, how are we supposed to bring great content for our wonderful listeners? And then you like, talk to him, and then you think about President Cockett and, and Mr. Jerry Bovey and, and what they're going through right now what they're having to handle and deal with and sort out and and put together and organize and it's like oh yeah we're all right it's it's not that bad on our
1: end we're being selfish
2: uh but no I mean but look it is for it there's a certain level for everybody who's going through something right now with this whole entire COVID-19 um some are much more prioritized than others for obvious reasons uh but that was that was some great stuff from Mr. Hartwell and again i I like what you said eric his His schedule has been absolutely chaotic, and for him to take about a chunk of twenty something minutes with us was was extremely kind of him, and we greatly appreciate it. We'll post that on our uh on our podcast as soon as we possibly can, so you all can uh, hear it if you missed anything.
1: Uh, more discussions about what to do with the the lost games and for some lost seasons. Uh, we alluded to it in the interview. We'll recap some of those things that are that are developing for those uh, seniors who basically haven't had a chance to really compete for a championship. Not just having the championship itself taken away, but having their season taken away, what the implications are of that. A little bit later on, we tried to get into this yesterday, but there was so much that was developing, we didn't have a chance. We are going to do it today. Uh, Cash Valley Media Group released its all-region team for boys basketball, and we'll reveal that, go through that, who's the player of the year, coach of the year. We'll hear from some of the guys that followed them very closely. And uh, so that's coming up next hour, and we'll continue to update you on the latest news. By the way, just this is happening while we were on the air with John Hartwell. Uh, Classes, like schools, from kindergarten through 12th grade, they're undergoing a soft closure. There will be no school starting Monday for two weeks. Oh. Soft closure means they will still offer the lunch programs that they do. So, but they're trying to do some distance learning. Uh, they're still working through that. There's a press conference that's still going on right now down at the state capitol. Uh, obviously, I don't know very many details because I'm trying to do a show here too. But uh, from what I've been able to follow, Uh, All schools, and and I want to reiterate this, there has not been any coronavirus confirmed in any schools in Utah's uh, public education system. But uh, to take preventative measures, they're going to be canceling schools. Yeah, it's smart. Well, they're calling it a soft closure for the next two weeks, and it starts on Monday. So is that including Cache County School District? Absolutely. That's every K through 12 in the state. So it's Cache, that's Logan that's box elder so that's uh rich everybody in our we want to our, our station
2: we'd like to have our interns here early then There's he's no gonna have need. a lot of extra time on his hands this next <laughs> week
1: so again just want to reiterate that it's a soft closure they will still offer lunch wow. programs and a few other services uh but it sounds like there may be some ways to work out some uh, distance learning uh, in the cash district today was a what they call a development teacher development day yeah and according to the district, they were spending today really working through what happens if schools are closed. And now this afternoon, we, we learned that schools will be closed. Okay. So, breaking news. Things are changing, as we said at the top of the show. It's very fluid. It's very dynamic. Things are changing all the time. And as we get the details, we'll do our best to share them with you. All right. Coming up next, we'll recap some of the things that uh, John Hartwell said. There's a lot to unpack there and uh, some of the other developments of the day. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. People come from hundreds of miles away to KSM Music for their fast, friendly service and expertise. KSM is always adding new products. Come check out their most recent editions of Orange Amplifiers and Earthquaker Devices. If you're interested in musical instruments, need a sound system for an event, or anything music from guitars, keyboards, ukuleles, band and orchestra,
5: or so much more, come in and see why KSM means music.
4: Puppy is so cute! How do you get him to behave? It was easy. I took him to Puppy Steps Training.
0: Puppy Steps Training is an all inclusive training program for your puppy. Trusted by new puppy families since 2011, our low stress jumpstart experience will get your puppy's behavior on the right track. We also offer a service dog prep course. So have your puppy trained by the professional Puppy Steps Training team. Watch our videos online to see why more and more people are training their puppy at puppystepstraining.com.
4: If you're building or remodeling this year, congratulations! Building is exciting! May I suggest you start at the centerpiece of your home, your kitchen countertops, and work from there. Evolution Design has a gorgeous showroom featuring current and upcoming trends. Some find it easier to select the perfect countertop and design around it. Or, if you already love a design, bring it to Evolution Design where they can help you balance everything beautifully. Celebrating 20 years, Evolution Design is in Smithfield and online at evogranite.com. You spent so much time wondering about your future, and then it just clicked. It's what you've always wanted to do, and now you get to do what you love and be a part of something special thanks to New Horizons Beauty College. You get to express yourself and challenge the artist inside of you while helping others feel beautiful. You'll say you definitely made the right choice. Your beautiful career starts at New Horizons Beauty College. Apply today. Call 435-752-9779.
5: Doctors Wood, Benyon, and Blotter of Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are excited to announce the opening of their second office location at 169 North Gateway in Providence, right next to the Bank of Utah. The new Providence office location will also be accepting patients for the allergy clinic and hearing aid center. With a new office location, Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is excited to announce the addition of Dr. Zachary Robinette to the team. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CashValleyEnt.com for details. That's CashValleyEnt.com.
4: It's cold outside, but you can keep warm inside with a quality-built, super-efficient York furnace. Count on a furnace from York because it's backed by the strongest warranties available. It's just another way we install confidence. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer, at 752-7272. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. York, install confidence.
5: We're not comfortable until you are. Advanced and
0: air. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
1: Eric Frantz and AJ Salvison. You
2: laugh, but I'm serious. And AJ, our
1: resident expert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say on what. I didn't say on what. Um, Eric, there's a lot of there, there's there's so much to. I mean, you almost have to compact it. You know, with with everything that's gone on. Uh, you know, we talk about how how flu the situation is for the university. How fluid is it for us as on-air personalities in a sports radio program? Like, we're sitting here announcing, like, almost every 30 minutes, something else pops up. It seems like in the last two shows. Now make it two and a half so far. That something else comes up, and it's just been nuts. This COVID-19 thing is unlike any other. And I don't know about for you, Eric. I'm sure it was the case for you. You're a very well-known radio personality here in the (laughs) – in in the valley, I went shopping today and I had three people come over to me and say, hey, what is going on with the basketball team? What happened? What? Uh, why couldn't they postpone it? Do you think they'd let the kids come back and play another year? What, uh, how come they didn't just, just wait it out? And all sorts of questions left and right. And all you can tell them is, like, we don't know. I mean, we we, we give them as much info as we possibly know, which is about the same info they already do know. And then you say, this is what we've got for you. And uh, I know people are upset about the March Madness tournament counseling. And and, and people want to know why it was postponed. Well, here's the situation is that they're actually going to try and condense it to a 16-team tournament. And they realize just venue-wise and money, logistics, and everything would just be so extremely difficult. And then to pick the 16 teams that are going to go is even, is even more hard, and by the way, Kansas and Duke both dropped out, so that's two legit top five teams that say, I don't want to play in the tournament, so then you're bringing two teams in from the bubble, and it's just, there's so much to it, and then uh, with that, uh, venues, because I, from what I had heard, there's a couple of areas that said, no, we don't want any basketball tournaments going on at our site anymore. So then you got to go find another venue and say, "Hey, can you host a round? If it is of the sixty-four teams, can you host a round of thirty-two? Can you take the first two playing games, or something to that effect?" And and it just would have been, Eric, it would have been so difficult to make it handle. And so, like I said, I mean, I've been bombarded, and I'm sure you have too, Eric, by people wanting answers, and we as radio broadcasters giving our best information, but really, it's what we know is what they already know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It- There was, as you said, there there were some discussions by those at the NCAA to hold a uh, a compacted tournament over a a long weekend, but not have all the teams uh, uh, appear. But then, how how does that process work? Yeah, I mean, if you're you're only going to bring sixteen teams, those other teams that could have gone and still had chances to play the upset, they're all denied those opportunities. It just would have been really messy. Do that. Either you do it or you don't. But um, once, I think John Hartwell is absolutely correct. Once there was a a famous face put to this coronavirus, Rudy Gobert was the first, and then later that night, Tom Hanks and his wife Rita Wilson. Then it became, "Oh my goodness, this is real. (laughs) We got to take this seriously."
2: And that's a great point. I was talking to somebody today, and and uh, they told me something really really poignant, poignant, excuse me, if it weren't for Rudy Gobert, and, and Eric, actually, I'm sorry, I'm putting you on the spot here, producer spotlight, um, I have some audio in our March 2020 folder from Scott Van Pelt last night, uh, in the opening of a segment of his show, he talked about this, he talked about how Rudy Gobert, like, just put this thing, flames into the engine, and boom, it was gone. If Rudy Gobert is not tested, Eric, do we have the March Madness Tournament? Are sports still being played today? Are we still in the middle of conference tournaments going on? Is everything still normal if Rudy Gobert is not tested? Like, Rudy Gobert, and I'm not blaming him, I'm just saying Rudy Gobert jump-started this ship and just put jets underneath it and off it was... Going. I mean, right. Because things were incredible. just kind of trickling through. Yes. Like, maybe yes. we're,
1: let's look at these contingency plans. Yeah. We're still going to hold games. We're still going to hold competitions. No, we fans, just won't. We're still going to make it work. Right. We'll just, we'll, we'll practice social distancing. Yeah. But we'll still have these competitions. We'll still have the TV games that you can watch at home. Don't come to the arena. And then all of a sudden, bam. Nope. <laughs> we're not going to do any of it.
2: It's long gone. Like, it's that just, it's amazing. One player,
1: it took one player to say, Right, because Shutting then all, all of that. a sudden everybody starts calculating it up. Well, he played against these teams, and he was on this plane. And these refere- this referee this was there, and <laughs> the ball. this ball boy <laughs> caught the ball and put it back out there. This guy handed him Ugh. this towel that he wiped his face. Incredible. Right. Incredible. So here's Scott Van Pelt.
6: So here we are. And where that is exactly really is an unknown. Feels far too close to the evolution of it to know for certain. But it is a line in the sand moment, to be sure. Like 9-11 in that there is a before and an after whenever we get to the after. If Rudy Gobert didn't test positive, if the Thunder trainer didn't sprint onto the floor in OKC to stop the Jazz and Thunder from tipping off on Wednesday, I am entirely convinced everyone is playing today. All the conference tournaments would have gone on the leagues would have continued but the fact that an NBA player had the coronavirus caused the league to immediately say that's it we're not taking a 20 it's a full timeout and once they did you knew other leagues would follow we said as much last night with Sean Farnham everything just felt like it was over for at least a little while maybe a long while. So perhaps that was the moment that was necessary in all of this to provide a name and a face with Donovan Mitchell's added a day later. Hopefully they ride out the illness in a few days and then become the names and faces of people who have gotten it and illustrate that for the overwhelming majority of those who will contract the coronavirus, it is not some sort of a death sentence. Now, I refuse to attempt to play doctor on TV because I'm not one, and I don't know anything about it. But it did seem encouraging, if nothing else, that Gobert felt well enough to try to play on Wednesday. He had not been incapacitated by the virus, and he says he's going to be all right. But the world is bending to it. The elderly and those with pre-existing conditions are vulnerable. And it's everyone's duty as humans to concern themselves with those among us who need the most help, right? Try to protect yourselves and your loved ones, and in doing so, look out for your neighbors as well. And all of this sounds awfully heavy, particularly for a show where we just do highlights and games and goof on bad beats. But the games are on hold, and that sucks. And it's not an elegant way to say it, but it's okay to say that, isn't it? To be really bummed out that this incredible time of year, with the event that I look forward to more than any other, the NCAA tournament is not happening, and to be absolutely crushed for the players and coaches who will not get a shot at their shining moment. It is entirely surreal. That word keeps getting used, but it is real. And it's confusing as hell, because I don't know what we can do or where we can go or who is gonna tell us that the coast is clear. And maybe we're gonna look back at some point and feel like all of this was a bit of an overreaction. I know a lot of people feel that maybe it's a huge overreaction. Or maybe the diagnosis of a big man from France did our country a huge favor. This much I know to be true. He hit the warp speed button on all of this. And by taking away the games, which are our society's greatest gathering place and common ground, it forced everybody to take all of this a whole lot more seriously.
1: Scott Van Pelt, that's has great been stuff, isn't it? Fantastic. Wednesday, he was superb as this was unfolding, and they went a full ninety minutes without taking a break. As soon as the um, what basketball game was it <laughs> that was going on? Uh, Oh, it was the Dallas game, the Dallas uh, Mavericks. um, And once their game concluded, Van Pelt was on for a solid 90 minutes uh, talking to different people in Oklahoma City, other places, trying to wrap all of our heads around this. And he was superb. And this was what he said last night. Again, I absolutely agree with what he has to say. What happened with Rudy Gobert, well, it's unfortunate that it happened to to a guy that we follow. and. Admire as a member of the Utah Jazz, it absolutely accelerated everything surrounding this and everything else now in sports. If it's sports in the United States, it's affected. It's on hold. Even golf, when you don't need spectators, you can still play the game without anybody else on the sidelines. The golfers themselves aren't close to anybody except their caddy. Golf has been suspended and put on hold. So, Everything's being put on hold. Everybody's taking precautions, um, which, and as we heard earlier, just this hour, even elementary schools are being put on hold for the next couple of weeks to try to get ahead of this thing to prevent what we're seeing, what we saw in China and what we're seeing now in Italy, because the curve is mirroring very closely what's happening in Italy. We're about 10 to 12 days behind them, and it's frightening right now in big parts of, of Italy. So the United States trying to get uh, ahead of it and make some changes. So early, I, I admit, I panned a lot of this, saying there were a lot of overreactions. Perhaps there are still a little bit to that degree, but rather err on the side of caution and rather that people be safe and that you, you, you nip this thing in the bud until more testing is available, more treatment is available, and we start to understand better how to uh, how to treat it and handle it.
2: It's a great point. I I love what you said there, Eric. That's that's so well done. Hey, I, I was wondering, can we go back just to a couple things that uh, Mister Hartwell was talking about? Uh, the sixty-eight team bracket being revealed. He doesn't see that being done. I, and and at first, I was kind of like, well, why not? And but the the reasoning, Eric, I I thought made a lot of sense. Did same to you or no?
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it'd be hard to do. Because so many tournaments got canceled, and so there wasn't even a preliminary bracket put together by the committee. So how do you figure that out? Because it's still a lot of unknowns, and you have to use a lot of subjective interpretation to figure out who gets what seeds and who even gets in. Uh, If that were to be applied to Utah State prior to its conference tournament, would Utah State even be in? Yeah, that's, but that's why we love the tournament so much yeah. because that can happen. A team like Utah State can play their way into it. And there's so many other teams across the country that that opportunity was taken away from them. And that's what's so great about the tournament is that you let the game decide. You let the what happens on the field of play determine who who gets in and who is crowned the champion.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's a good point, point. and I kind of wonder, like, what teams would actually really sit through a selection show. All right, Adam the intern and I were actually talking about this before the show. Is what teams would be like? Yeah, let's find out where we would have gone. Oh, we would. have Oh, been I'd a be three frustrated. Seed? I it would make me mad. Oh, we would in a three seed play and a fourteen seed in in like uh, in a game about five hundred miles away from home. No kidding, I mean that would have just yeah you're right it would have been frustrating it would have been heartbreaking it would have been like why why am I like this is just self-torture here and uh no it, it makes total sense and then of course on the uh on the idea of you know do seniors in winter sports get a second shot at their you know another full season there's just there's so much there's so much more that goes into it than just in hey do you want to come back and play another year there's so much more into it. Scholarship wise and and player wise. And then of course you got younger. Roster. Uh, yeah, roster underclassmen coming up who have earned that spot. Are they sitting for another year? Does that totally
1: change your recruiting yeah. for I, a year? Which
2: by the way has been suspended through April fifteenth. True.
1: So now, I mean there's just there's a ton that goes into it. The NCAA Division One Council Committee has recommended this eligibility eligibility relief – sorry, it's a mouthful, tongue twister. That's right. For anybody in spring sports. So that does include baseball, men's and women's lacrosse, none of which really apply to Utah State, men's volleyball. But it also does apply to softball, which Utah State does sponsor. So the, the Utah State softball team, their season has been eliminated. So it'll give them an opportunity to come back, if they want, um, to uh, to have another season. Yeah, that's a uh, good point. Let's do this. We've got to take a step aside. there. I want to get back to some of the things that Van Pelt had to say about Rudy Gobert. There's uh, somebody that had a thread earlier today that I think I have to read verbatim. Okay. About Rudy Gobert. Everybody is was really getting after him for touching the microphones. And uh, there's been a lot of overreactions the last week.
2: Yeah, that's an understatement. That's definitely
1: one of them. But the this just some perspective. And then, and
2: then, but when we come back, I want to get your thoughts on the whole Donovan Mitchell versus Rudy Gobert. Is that real or is that just overreaction, overdoing it, overreporting? I, I would love to hear from you on that.
1: Yeah, that's all coming up. And then also next hour, we'll get into the All Region Eleven team for yeah. boys basketball. That was. Uh, announced. John Nuble, Dave Simmons
2: are going to join us to talk about uh, about the list as well. For Coach good of the year, Player of the year. Yeah, we'll get
1: into all that coming up on the Full Court Press.
6: I'm Kyle Montgomery with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The spread of the coronavirus has led the NFL to cancel its annual league meeting scheduled for the end of March in Florida. Several teams have also started to adjust their pre-draft plans as a precaution. The Redskins, Bears, Packers, Niners, and Giants among the clubs who have halted air travel by their coaches and scouts to college pro days and also restricted visits from draft prospects. Several teams did still attend the University of Oregon's Pro Day Thursday to watch Justin Herbert throw. Ducks QB is projected to be a first-round pick, and the Miami Herald reports the Dolphins, who hold the fifth overall pick, met privately with Herbert before his workout. In other news, the Bears and linebacker Danny Trevathan have agreed to a three-year extension, according to NFL Network Insider in Rapoport. while the Packers released tight end Jimmy Graham, and the Titans cut pass rusher Cam Wake and running back to Lewis. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey, guys. Good news. The expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means the prescription medication to treat ED is super affordable at 4 And now, get your first online doctor's visit free at 4 That's right. Zero copay, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. That's really good news. To start your free online visit, go to this exclusive address, 4
5: slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash joy. Paid for by Case Legal Media. Attention farmers and landscapers. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma or other forms of cancer after being exposed to weed killers such as Roundup? The manufacturers of these products failed to warn the public of potential cancer risks and hid the information as proprietary trade secrets since 1981. You may be entitled to significant compensation. Our network of attorneys are ready to fight for you. Call 800-852-9531 for your free legal consultation. Again, that's 800-852-9531.
6: For Premier Pest and Lawn Service, why wait? Call Elevate. Elevate Pest Control.
4: Moisture in the spring enhances breeding grounds for insects. This is the time when ants, wasps, mosquitoes, and spiders start laying their eggs. It's important to stay on top of pests before these eggs develop into breeding adults or larger nests are established. Elevate's environmentally friendly solutions will protect your home and family year-round from these pests. And it's guaranteed. Live pest-free with Elevate.
6: For Premier Pest and Lawn Service, why wait? Call Elevate. Elevate Pest Control. 580. 8182.
0: Hey, Cash Valley, it's discount time at the Sportsman on Main Street. Come in now for half price
6: on all remaining winter outerwear hats, gloves, clothing, and footwear. We have huge discounts on ski equipment too. It all has to go. If you want to buy our rental gear, come and see us is gone. Bike season is coming and we have great deals on 2019 bikes and e-bikes. It is a great time to buy winter and spring items at big discounts. Come and see us for great stuff, great service, and great fun only at the Sportsman on Main in downtown Logan.
0: Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio 106.9 FM 1390 AM. The
1: Fan. Eric France and Aj Salvison. Earlier this hour, we had a great conversation with John Hartwell. Really good. Director of Athletics for Utah State University. We'll have that posted later today on 1069thefan.com so you can go back and listen to it. Um, we've been talking about uh, there's been a lot of people that were really negative on Rudy Gobert. Oh. He had the scene Monday before they played Toronto. Uh, he kind of was joking about the coronavirus thing and then. Made a point to touch all the microphones. And there's been speculation that Donovan Mitchell is really mad at Rudy because he was irresponsible and kind of took a veiled shot at him in his Instagram post. But I wanna go I want to read this. This was from at Tammy T seventy seven. I don't know who she is, but I thought she really summed it up nicely. Let me get this straight. Rudy Gobert unknowingly contracted coronavirus, most likely in New York last Wednesday. He showed no symptoms of illness. On Monday morning during a press conference, he touched microphones in a joking manner. Microphones that he had been speaking into. At a <laughs> table he had been sitting at. With a table glove he had been touching. Everyone present saw him do it. If they were worried about it, they could simply stay away from the microphones, sanitize their microphones, or wash their hands. Later that night... Gobert played against the Raptors in a physical game, which certainly included more contact than tapping a microphone. Close huddles, high fives, sitting closely on the bench, and of course, defense. No one is worried about contact during the game. Two days later, Gobert is feeling sick. He does not attend shoot-around. He does not attend the game that evening. And yet, people honestly blame him for shutting down the NBA? For being reckless when he was not showing any symptoms? We are seriously considering taking legal action because he contracted a virus? Who possibly has gone this whole week without touching things? We all know it's out there, but we weren't walking around with masks and rubber gloves. Should he have mocked the interview policy by touching all the mics? No. It was silly. Did that one act cause him to contract the virus? No. Did it cause more likelihood of spreading the virus than playing in a game? Again, no. For the love, give the guy a break. He simply tested positive for a virus before anyone else did. That's so well
2: said. And, and the thing is, is <laughs> like, no one feels worse right now than Rudy Gobert. He understands. But this moron named Adrian Rojanowski and his buddy moron in crime, Chris Haynes, Chris Haynes comes out and tweets, uh, Rudy Gobert will not be fined for getting sick. Well, no Sh- Sherlock. Yeah. Who even asks no that question? No crap, man. Like you Hey, uh, should we find Rudy Gobert or are you going to find Rudy Gobert for getting sick? I mean, that's I mean, you just can't do that in the NBA. That is absolutely illegal. Who the hell uh, heck's praying that guy? That's horrible. That's bad reporting, and it's a bad job by Adrian Wojnarowski too. Horrible job on both those guys' parts. Yeah, Shame I mean, on them for being something irresponsible up and very Reckless with the reporting. And the, the the thing about Donovan Mitchell, how do you know? Like, unless you have talked to Donovan Mitchell, which I don't think he has, how do you know that Donovan Mitchell's upset with Rudy Gobert? Are we like are you guessing at this point? Are you point? just trying to
1: read between the lines? Yeah.
2: Are you just saying, oh, hey, well, I heard privately? Because from what I was told, there's some jazz players who are upset with the way Walsh Ranowski brought out that. Uh, posts on social media who are not thrilled with him right now.
1: Alright, we've got to take another step aside. More to discuss here on the Full Court Press. Next hour we'll get into some high school basketball talk. Stick around here on 106.9 FM 1390 AM. The Fan. Insist he take you to Jarek's. Picking out your wedding ring
6: is an experience you will never forget. Come to a place where the mood is right and the setting is perfect for romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. The perfect collection of memorable designs, classic creation, and modern marvels. If you want an intimate, romantic experience you will never forget, then insist he takes you to Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan.
0: Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's we we'll this is Bruce Rigby from Cash Valley Bank. We're a community bank, and Cash Valley is important to us. That's why we continue to invest in downtown Logan with new expansion. Our mortgage department is moving into a newly remodeled bank building just north of the Tabernacle. We are also remodeling the historic Thatcher Bank building at Center and Main, and we have a very experienced lending team there. With our new Hiram and Smithfield branches, it's now more convenient than ever to bank with us. Growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC.
4: It's more than just delicious cuisines, it's the way it all comes together to make Elements Restaurant an enjoyable dining experience. Chef Eric Price ensures that your dish is made in-house and fresh, including delicious wood-fired pizzas, Elements' killer burger, and the Royale French Dip Sandwich is simply amazing. For dinner, you might experience fresh wild halibut or juicy prime rib available Thursday through Saturday evenings and a full-service bar with $5 cocktail specials daily. If you've experienced Elements, you know this is true. If you haven't, well then, it's time. Google Elements restaurant for reservations today.
0: The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
1: Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Full Court Press rolling on. That hour went by fast. Yeah, it usually kind of does when you got uh, kind
2: of content, huh? Yeah, and I, I, you know, it's funny we continue to ask each other, Eric. How do we handle next week? And by the way, listeners, don't turn your radio dial four to six next week. We're gonna replay some great interviews that we've had: Stu Morrill, Con Smith. We're gonna try and get a couple other uh, guys on that we're uh, we're working on right now to to be interviewed. Uh, we'll have a great sh- we'll have a great week of shows for you, despite no active or current sports going
1: on. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're going to have some fresh content for you as well as as, as you said. And things are going to continue to develop because you still have NFL free agency. That's But they can't visit anybody, can they? Going to unfold. Uh, there may be still some of that going on.
2: Hey, does pro day get affected here at Utah State?
1: I have not heard anything official I on should that. have asked John. I didn't think about that. I wanted to, but we were we we're already yeah, 5 minutes over. over. Um but there are some schools that have said they are canceling their pro days. Okay. So Uh, yeah. Still a little uncertain about how that affects Utah State practices for USU football, and uh, whether they'll be open for the. I would imagine they wouldn't be open for the public anymore. Yeah. Oh no way. All right, coming up next hour, we'll talk about high school
5: sports for a bit. Who made the All-Region 11 team? Who got left off? I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. This is a week that will make an indelible mark in sports history. A wave of cancellations starting on Wednesday and continues at every level, from the pros to college to high schools to youth leagues. In many ways, sports leagues and college conferences were leaders in taking steps to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. Seeing officials pull the jazz and thunder off the court Wednesday night, and then finding out Rudy Gobert had tested positive, made it more real for many people that might sound like an overstatement but it's no surprise sports often acts as a visible platform for other things happening in society hopefully we'll be able to look back and say everyone did the right thing sports also serves as a distraction unfortunately that's not going to happen anytime soon eventually we'll get back to that but for now everyone has to take a seat on the bench but that doesn't mean the sports world is sitting this one out Their absence is making a louder statement than anything an athlete could do on a court. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.